You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in as we head into the weekend. Good Friday show for you. We're going to talk a little bit more about the bios that were put out yesterday by ABC in regards to the women on Zack season. I'm going to talk a little bit about some spoilers. I've got some Instagram questions that I don't really understand what's happening right now on Instagram. And also, we've got more coming from the TJ Holmes and Amy Robach as story as co-workers have given their thoughts on whether they even want them back. And oh yeah, more pictures surfacing of Amy leaving TJ's place. We will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every single lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve60. Use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get started uh, with the bios that were released yesterday on the women. I told you my whole deal with that scenario is that you got to ignore the fun facts and the fun facts. I don't think that people understand that those aren't real. They are made up by production. You can't attribute them to any of the women. In fact, I specifically saw one of the women. I wish I would have screenshot it or wish I would have remembered who it was. But one of the women from Zach's season literally put it in her Instagram story last night where she screenshot her bio, circled it, and said, 75% of this is wrong or something ridiculous like that. Like, that's what I mean. You know, every single fun fact, like, it should not be the focus of anybody's review of the women of this season. I like what Game of Roses does because they actually take the ladies' Instagram accounts and form their opinions based on that, which is way more realistic than something a production team wrote for them. But as I put that out there yesterday, I'm like, all right, let's see who does it. And look, I don't want to call them out, but it was the only podcast yesterday that I saw that started their breakdown of the women, and it was the bachelor party with Juliet Littman and Callie Kaplan. I think there was one other woman on the show. I did not listen to it. All I did was press play and fast forward to, I was just like, let me just see once they start talking about the women, let me see if they go to the bio and read something in the bio and form their opinion off that. And literally it it didn't take me more than 15 seconds to find Juliet looking at Katie's bio and literally said, this eliminates her for me because on Katie's bio, one of her fun facts said, She likes swimming, but she hates that sharks may be swimming underneath her. A stupid fun fact, clearly never something she would ever write or ever say. It's not one of her fun facts, yet Juliet is forming an opinion on her based on something that isn't even true. And that was my whole point. But I'm assuming they went through the rest of the cast and did the same exact thing and read their bios and read their fun facts. And and I just don't understand it. It's, It's like my call... To other podcasters out there, please, you absolutely can do whatever podcast you want and you can judge these women, but do it off their Instagram or just even do it off of their photos of on the com page and maybe the paragraph. But 
leave all the fun facts out of it. You're sounding very, very ignorant when you are giving a comment and attributing it to these women when they did not say that and they did not write that. But again, like I said, that'll probably go in one ear out the other for most people. I'm just, I'm just here to tell you the truth. I'm here to relay positivity. You don't have to trust me. I did it myself. I, it was like my favorite day of the year when the cast headshots and bios were released. Cause all I did was, okay, who looks like who, who looks like what celebrity and what ridiculous thing did they say in their bio? And then I remember hearing after the season contestants contacting me, telling me like, Hey, I remember when you said that about me, but I, I never wrote that in my bio. I never even said that. I don't know where that came from. They just made it up. And all you have to do is read some of those fun facts to realize nobody in their right mind would put that as a fun fact about themselves. I like swimming, but hate that sharks may be swimming underneath me. Like, you know, you're going on a reality show that's watched by millions of people. You know, there have rabid fans out there that literally stalk and read and write everything, read and, and dissect everything you say and do online. And when you're asked to give some fun facts about yourself, do you really think that someone said, yeah, I like to swim, but I uh, hate when sharks may be swimming underneath me. That doesn't make, first off, it doesn't even make any sense. I don't really think that Katie thinks if she's swimming in a pool, there's going to be sharks underneath her. I mean, come on. <laughs> let's just use common sense and let's not even bring up these fun facts because they're not true. I can't stress it enough. It's just really bothering me that podcasts play it off like this is real. It's not real. Comment on the show when the show starts airing. Do your recaps. Comment on what you see happening on television. But leave out these fun facts because they're not true. The other thing that came out yesterday, which I thought was quite interesting, and once again, people, I guess I put stuff out there and it's just ignored or whatever, but it even made it to one of the cover stories on People.com that Zach Shalcross's Bachelor Hopeful reveals she's divorced through a casting announcement. Hard launch, and that was Victoria Jameson. Um, a 30-year bachelor hopeful will be vying for the heart of Zach Shellcross this season. She put on a TikTok, hard launch, I'm divorced, tune into my second chance at love on The Bachelor. Um, I told everybody Victoria Jameson was divorced back in October. Like This wasn't new. This isn't news. I guess it is now. But that's what I mean. It's just the picking and choosing of when to take Reality Steve's info and post it and cover it. It's just like you're three months late on this story, people. Like It's been known that Victoria Jameson was divorced. I literally put it out there one or two days after the cast came out because it's one of the things that I heard. So <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I, I mean, it's laughable at this point, but yeah, that's not news. Sorry. It shouldn't be. A, I mean, maybe it's news for you, but um, yeah, this new, this has been out there for three months. The other thing that happened yesterday, which happens all the time on reveal day, which is, you know, the cast coming out, the amount of women on this season who take the time to repost everybody that puts in their IG stories. Oh, I know her, you know, go queen. You're going to kill it this season. <laughs> 
and they repost literally everybody who mentions their name <laughs> in their Instagram stories. I saw that a lot yesterday. Um, it happens every season. I, I, I mean, I get it. You're excited to be on the show, but you you, you don't have to re, repost everybody <laughs> who says something about you because it, then it comes across as... I don't know. It just it, it it comes across like you're you're loving the attention, and I, I get you're excited to be on the show. I get it, but so many of them did it yesterday, and I'm like, okay, well, I, look, it's not like they've done it, and no other cast has done it. it. They do it every season. The day the cast list comes out, all these women retweet everybody saying, "Oh my god, she's my best friend." Can't wait to watch her, but it's just like story after story after story after story after story. It's just like, okay, it's almost like humble brag, essentially, is what it is. Of course, the other thing that people harped on were the ages of the women and job titles, and why do we cast so many influencers? Well, if you watched Bachelor Data's stories yesterday, I thought she did a really good job of explaining. First off, the ages. This is not a very young cast compared to past cast. It's not like it's way older, but I, you know, again, this is something I repeat every single season. The Bachelor women will always be around the same age, no matter who the Bachelor is. When Brad Womack was the Bachelor the second time around, he was 40 years old. His women were basically the median age was like 27 or 28. When Nick Vile and Ari Leyendijk were the Bachelors. They think they were around 35 or 36. 80% of their women were between 24 and 28. This is what the show is. I, I, I can't believe 27 seasons in, people are surprised by this. This is the way it is. The women are always going to be around 24 to 28 years old. I don't care who the how old the Bachelor is. Zach's one of the younger ones. He's 26 or, or maybe just turned 27. And, you know, his women have, a, I think, an average age, according to Bachelor Data, of 26 years. So um, this is actually more of an older cast. Not that it's 26 is old, but for this show, yeah. Um, and then she talked about the influencer life. And I know it's very easy, and it's, a, it's such an easy argument to make. And, oh, influencers, they just all want to be influencers. And, this and like, maybe three or four years ago that was the case. And I'm not saying it's not the case with these women. I'm sure some do. But it's way harder now to just go on this show and gain a million followers and go back to your life and just quit your job and become an influencer because you have to work a hell of a lot harder than you used to because gaining a million followers on this show is almost damn near impossible now unless you're the lead. I mean, as a contestant, just a straight contestant, we've seen the numbers in the past seasons. It is dropping so much on Instagram. TikTok is where it's at right now, and on TikTok, you have to be creative. You have to put out good, entertaining videos if people want to follow you, and not everybody can do that, and TikTok is where it's at now. This whole Instagram influencing thing, while it may work for a couple's, it, a couple people, it's going to fail for most people if that's what their plan is, because even on Instagram, while it's not nearly what TikTok is, you still have to produce good content. And just putting up ads is not going to engage your audience. You got to be creative. You got to have some sort of hook as to why people should follow you and come to your page. And 
I mean, unless you want to get into modeling or whatever, posting nothing but thirst traps and ads isn't really going to engage your audience. You have to become relatable and you have to put up good content now where in the past you kind of didn't because if you were sitting at a million followers, it's pretty easy to make money now. I mean, I, I we're going to have bachelor data on either next week or the week after I talked to Suzanne last night on text message and um, she, you know, she's dealing with strep throat right now. So I don't know if she'll be ready to go next week, but maybe the week after, which is the Thursday leading into the show on Monday, the 23rd, we're going to have her on. And we're going to talk about all this stuff, but I find it fascinating and how things have changed because it's so easy right now. And it's the biggest complaint from the fan base of this show to just sit there and say, Oh, influencer this and influencer that. And it's just like, no, it's not that easy anymore. Most of these people aren't going to be influencers because they don't know what to do once they get off the show and they don't understand how to produce content. So we're going to talk to her in a couple of weeks and, uh, and get that situated. Speaking of Instagram, um, I'm really, really confused on what's going on on that app now and not anything for my content. My content is basic. I post when I have an interview up and that's basically it or anytime spoiler new spoiler is out. I'll post that, but I'm not a big Instagram guy. You know that just look at my page. I'm talking about what content is allowed and what isn't allowed because for the longest time I started seeing, especially women that I followed a lot of times they were getting content taken down because it was almost like too risque and They'd be like, I can't believe this got taken down. It's me in a bikini or, you know, I mean, we see bikini stuff all the time on Instagram, but yet if I hit that little magnifying glass on Instagram down at the bottom and it's basically my search without even typing anything in the search, the videos that I'm given, I I mean, it's basically... Uh, almost nudity. I mean, I've seen almost full nudity on Instagram on these reels that people are posting. And I don't, I don't understand. I I've seen people literally complain that stuff got taken down because they were in a bikini completely covered up, showed nothing. And then I, I see a video of a girl just looking right now. I'm sitting here on my phone, looking at it, a girl in a, in, in a reel who's got a mesh top on and nothing underneath can clearly see her naked body underneath. You can clearly see her nipples. How is that not flagged? I don't. When did Instagram become porn? Because that's what it is. Not only that, so many videos. And I don't know if this is like a new thing uh, to do, but how do I describe this? Um, this whole thing of women basically from like their middle of their chest or middle of their stomach up on their back, bouncing up and down. And like, it's like some sort of a meme and the, and the, um, the caption will say something like, uh, you know, when daddy comes home early from work and here's a girl basically on her back, like she's having sex or when stepbrother comes home early from college. I'm just like, this is allowed, but somebody's getting flagged for having, you know, a bikini top or something? I, 
I, I, I, and, and, and this is like within the last few months. Like I never noticed this before, ever. Literally basically seeing naked women. They always have something on. Like you're not seeing a fully topless person, but when somebody has a mesh top on and nothing else, I, it, it might as well be. You might as it just. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. And then so many sexual innuendos of women either on their back or bent over and looking over their shoulder like it's a doggy style position. And the caption, you know, says the same thing like, oh, when my boss, you know, tells me I need to work harder for a bonus, like something like that. And I'm just like, how the hell is this allowed? But it is because I see it all the time and I don't understand it because I've seen people that I actually follow, people who aren't in the porn industry, who are just trying to make a living and posting, you know, bikini photos, and they're saying they're getting flagged, and stuff's getting taken down, and internet, and uh, Instagram is saying it has violated, you know, Instagram rules, and it just makes zero sense to me. I don't understand it at all. If anyone can help me with this, I'd appreciate it, but... Yeah, I mean, the amount of sexual content on Instagram, same thing. I talk about the women on their back, you know, bouncing. I The the women that are in the doggy style position, there's also the one where you see the top of their head and they're bouncing up and down. And, you're, and you if you turn on the sound, you clearly hear a sucking sound. And then same thing. They put a caption about, oh, stepbrother's home from college. And it's just like, what? That's straight porn. What are they doing? I didn't know this was part of Instagram now, but it is. I don't get it. And finally, to wrap up today's daily roundup, Amy Robach, TJ Holmes, there's an article going around about, granted, it's very, you know, sources say, insider tells us, stuff like that. But you take it for what it's worth. And what they did was apparently they're talking to people behind the scenes, crew members, fellow cast members, basically asking, do they think Amy and TJ should be allowed back on the show? And the vibe seems to be no. Cast and crew doesn't want them back. Because apparently, as we know, this has clearly been going on for a while. It's not like when they got caught at the upstate New York cabin that that was the first time that they had ever ventured out and you know had fun with each other clearly they were dating before that or seeing each other before that hooking up before that so it seems like people are almost happy that it got out because they feel like they didn't handle it well and they should be punished for it now again they have every right to date each other Nobody is saying they shouldn't date each other, but just the way they handled it, this being a Disney corporation, the amount of negative publicity it's bringing the Disney corporation that has, this has to do with clearly where, you know, there's probably a line there of did cheating happen. And, and, you know, when you're dealing with Disney, they want no part of that. So it sounds like these two aren't coming back, but it also sounds like they don't care because the New York post caught more pictures of Amy coming out of TJ's apartment on Wednesday and posted them yesterday. So they're clearly still like going strong and staying as a couple, which is, you know, fine, but they have to realize that, um, and they might know something more than us. I mean, clearly we're only being until GMA officially says something, 
we can only go off of what's being reported out there. And nobody's really reported if they think it's a done deal that they're not getting their jobs back or one of them's getting fired and one isn't. Um, it sounds like of all the stories that I've read, the lean is that these two are done and GMA is just going to replace them because it's too much of a headache and dealing with the publicity surrounding it. And if they lose their job, I'm sure they will probably end up somewhere else. Um, I'm sure they could probably go to a cable news station and get their own show. They might even start a podcast together. Who knows? Everybody has a podcast nowadays. Why not the TJ and Amy podcast? So just keep that in mind. Um, I I think we're going to get some sort of resolution within the next week or two. Like we're going to get some sort of statement from GMA saying, okay, here's the deal. Um, Amy and TJ are no longer with us or we're bringing them back and welcoming them to the family. I, I find that one hard to believe is going to happen. It's just where there's smoke, there's fire. And when there's a lot of people behind the scenes that don't even want them back, that's probably the way it's going to go. But we don't know for sure. We will find out in the next uh, couple weeks, I would think. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, In an hour, the Sports Daily will be up on the different feeds. So check out my Twitter account. Check out my Instagram stories. Brings you right to that link. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. I hope everybody has a great weekend. And we will be back here on Monday, which is right around the the end of next week will be the six-month anniversary of the Daily Roundup. Every single Monday through Friday since July 11th, we have been doing this. So we're going to keep it going. Have a great weekend, everybody, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you!